Welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. I'm your host, Aaron V. Lashley, and today I have a very special guest. His name is Jake. He's uh, the founder of Sober Parties, which is really cool, which is a concept that we'll get into uh, tonight. But uh, Jake, one thing that's really cool about just us connecting is um, a friend of yours found a video of mine that I did a while ago for a guy named Josh Ship, and that was so long ago. So when you reached out to me on Instagram, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Like, I forgot that video is still out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just so crazy how social media and the internet just brings people together. Um, but I want to give you a couple minutes just to introduce yourself to the crowd. Tell us who you are, what you do, and how you got into speaking in schools. Okay, awesome. Yeah, my name is Jake White. I grew up in Wisconsin and moved to Arizona a couple years ago. And what brought us out here is um, we were doing a national tour for a business I started in college where we'd throw these massive house parties on college campuses. Uh, but believe it or not, we wouldn't serve any alcohol. Uh, no smoking wow. weed, no alcohol, none of that yeah. stuff. We just were having fun sober. And um, this thing just, idea just blew up. And students were loving it. We'd have a couple hundred students come to every event. Uh, we get sponsored by major brands like Red Bull and Pizza Hut and Chick-fil-A. And awesome. word got out about this. And uh, so we were in our trailer going to different colleges uh, and decided to change up the model. And instead of living in a trailer, we would just have a home base and we'd fly yeah. to different speaking engagements. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's super cool, dude. So one thing I love about what you do is like the model that you've set up, but how did you know for yourself that speaking full time is what you wanted to do? Uh, it's so funny. It's kind of like full circle for thinking about my story now. And yeah, since I didn't really believe in God until I was 23, um, mm -hmm. it's cool to see now how he just brought me full circle into what I wanted because in college, I wanted to be a speaker. I saw someone mm -hmm. come to my school and they made an impact on me. And I thought, wow, that's something I'd like to do. And I didn't realize yeah. that you could get paid to speak to people. <laughs> it just yeah. never crossed my mind. Um, so from that point, um, that was my sophomore year. And I thought, well, if I ever get a story, if I ever have a story worth sharing, I'll become a speaker. But I don't really think that I do. In the meantime, I'm really passionate about being sober because I had watched my uncle struggle with addiction, uh, go in and out of the hospital, in and out of jail, mm -hmm. and eventually die from addiction. So it was yeah. in my nature to avoid that. And I wanted to have fun and make friends in college anyway. And so yeah. I became really passionate about like just this statement mm -hmm. that, hey, you don't need drugs or alcohol to have fun. Yeah. And so that was one thing that just kind of stuck with me. And it wasn't until I started what is called Party Point O, that's the mm -hmm. college platform of what we do. And when I started that and it started blowing up, I thought, whoa, this could be my story. Mm -hmm. I could speak on this. Uh, but at the same time, I, th I thought maybe it was too, too selfish. Like mm -hmm. I'm using this for my own gain. Uh, when really, if I just focus on giving this platform to other students, I can make more of a difference that way because if, if one student learns how to throw sober parties, they can influence hundreds of their friends or people on their campus any weekend they want to. Mm -hmm. But if I speak, I've got to get on a plane and I can influence a, you know, a room at a time, right. but it can't spread as quickly and help as many people as fast. Yeah. Um, so that's actually what brought me 
like I, I started a nonprofit, um, I fundraised. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I actually felt bad for raising money. Because I was spending so much time raising money, I couldn't work the business and help students. Wow. Um, so I, that's where I was like, all right, I'm going to make one last push. I'm going to crowdfund a national tour. And our supporters were so awesome. They, they funded us. We got a trailer. We started doing it. And that's where it hit me. And I think it came full circle because I realized, wait, I could be going to speak at schools. They have budget to bring in people like me to talk about drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Um, that could pay for everything. And then I could offer this platform and, and show the room full of students, hey, you could do this. And then I could mm -hmm. give that platform to them and teach them exactly how. Like, how do yeah. you get sponsors? How do you get 100 people to an event that doesn't serve alcohol or drugs? Yeah. You know, how do you make it fun? Um, so that's kind of went full circle from I want to do this, but I don't know how. Yeah. Um, to I should give up speaking. And to now, like, wait, no, speaking's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So when it comes to the platform itself, so if a student sees you and they want to get involved, they want to invite you to speak, like what is the step-by-step -step process of how it works to work with you? Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's a school that will find out about us first. Okay. And so the first time a student would hear about us was from a speaking engagement. So I would come to their school and they'd hear about this scrawny, nerdy white guy who just <laughs> comes and throws parties with people. Yeah. And it's just like, wait. And that's my whole thing is like, hey, if I could do this, then you could absolutely do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can go and share that platform with them. And then what they do is they just say, like at the end of our presentation, we'll say, hey, if anybody wants to do this, um, send us a direct message on Instagram and then we'll follow up with you and we'll do like a lunch presentation. Okay. Uh, we can get everybody together. They can form a vision for the first event that they want to throw. And then we have what's called the Vibe 18 playbook or the Party.0 playbook to okay. teach them exactly what to do. And we'll walk through those steps in the meeting as well. And then we remain on call for an entire year to help support them wow. uh, in, in throwing these events and just brag on all the good work that they're doing. That's awesome. So what's the difference between Vibe 18 and Party.0? The only difference is the audience. Party.0 is our college platform. It's okay. just colleges and universities. Vive 18 is for those students who are 18 and younger, who are in uh, high school, middle school sometimes. Okay. But Very mostly cool. high school. That's awesome. Yeah. Jake, like, that's one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on. Number one, you're a cool guy. You're happy all the time. You know, you're married. <laughs> you're killing it. You know, it's, you know, throwing over parties. I think that's such a cool and different concept. Um, and the second reason why I wanted to have you on is because I know several friends of mine uh, that want to create a career out of speaking, but just, like, how do you do that? And I want to ask you that question, you know, with people that are out there that want to make a career out of what they speak about, where do you suggest they start and how do they get going on something like that? Yeah, one of the things that I dove into right away is I viewed it when I was in school. Uh, and it's part of what you talked about is Josh Ship has a program called Youth Speaker University. Mm -hmm. And it's just an online pro platform. So when I was paying for college, um, I worked a bunch of jobs to pay my way. And so I was like dropping three grand a semester. And this, wow. this platform was like a thousand bucks or something, but it's the career I wanted. So I said, oh, I, I should be able to spend that. Like yeah. I should, even though it seems like so much money, I'm right. paying all this money to do something like college that I don't even know I'm going to do with. 
So mm -hmm. I would encourage you if you have the funds available or if you can work an extra job to get that done, um, set aside some budget to do an online program like um, Youth Speaker University or go to Grant Baldwin's podcast, The Speaker Lab, and start listening mm -hmm. to those, those episodes because everything's broken down. Um, but my specific encouragement would be like, get some help like that from someone who's been there. Um, find somebody you resonate with to help teach you through online or through in person. Um, mm -hmm. And then just start practicing, like go out and ask your friends who might want you to speak if you can for their yeah. audience, um, take some video footage of it and start sharing it with other people asking if you can speak for them uh, just to get better at your craft and the money will come too because it's, cool. it's there. That's another side of it that yeah, you've right. got to learn, but um, it's definitely worth it. And how did you know what to price your, your speaking fee at? Did you do some research on what the normal fee is for schools? And then you kind of went a little bit below or a little bit higher than that. Or how do you know what to price, what the, what price to put your engagement at? Yeah. For, I like to look at the industry standards so okay. colleges have more budget than high schools, mm -hmm. um, typically. And a lot of times, if you go to maybe like a high school, since they're closer together than colleges, you know, there's yeah. like plenty in one town. So a lot of times you can block book them together, which is a term just to say, hey, I'm going to go to two or three schools while I'm in the area. Mm -hmm. And then you can reduce the price. Um, so it's not unreasonable to make a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars for a speaking engagement because what you're doing is they're paying you to deliver a message that no one else can. Gotcha. And that's that's something that I'll say as well because the fact that I'm here is I didn't start speaking because I wanted to until I got a story. And mm -hmm. so if you don't have that unique story yet and you're you know you're a motivational speaker um, or you're a youth speaker but you don't have that thing yet, don't let that stop you. Like, go create it. Go do something weird or goofy. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, there's people out there who just do like a 30-day challenge of anything, and you can make mm -hmm. that into a, a platform. Um, there's an account on Instagram, Hello Fears. Hey. And she did like, I think, 100 days of things that scared her. And really? now she speaks all over the world. Yeah. Wow. Um, so just do something cool and like yeah. keep notes on it or, or video it or take yeah. pictures or something. Yeah. Um, and then you can, you can offer that value to say, Hey, I'm the like weird sober guy who throws these massive parties. I'm that guy. You can't find him anywhere else. Um, right. So I'm worth it. When you ask me to come to talk about vaping, drug and alcohol use, I can offer all the other things that other speakers do on the information and what it does to your body and your mind. But I'm mm -hmm. also going to leave behind something that's going to stick with your campus and that no one yeah. else can really offer. Um, so that can help you decide, you know, if you're on that average level or if you're offering something truly unique, you can go a little higher. Um, yeah. Or if you're just starting out to offer a little lower. Mm -hmm. And it helps, too, to know what you need. Like, if you are in school still and you don't need much, offer a lower price. Like, blow them away on what you provide mm -hmm. for that low price sure. um, or whatever sure. it is. Yeah. Now, what would you say, um, how important has partnerships been for you? Because I know there's, what's the guy who partners with you uh, with the younger, what's his name? It slips my yeah. mind. You told Tomas. me about him. Tomas. Yeah. So, Tomas. you know, 
Talk about the story of how you met him, got introduced with him, and then how you guys started partnering, and just the value of collaborating with somebody for something like this, especially in a speaking field or industry. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking, it gets glamorized because you're like meeting hundreds of people at a time. But what you don't realize is you spend a day in the airport, a day in your rental car, you know, that day, and then you go to a hotel, you show up at the venue for your speaking engagement, and you might be around people for a couple hours, but you're, you're one to many. So you don't really get to connect. So it feels really lonely, even though you're, you're on stage and everybody feels like they know you. So yeah. having someone you work with uh, or a support group is so important. And I was, so during my time becoming a speaker, I purchased two different programs um, to learn how to do mm -hmm. this. Um, and one of them was by Arel Moody. And I think it's called True Speaking Success, if mm -hmm. you want to look that one up as well. But okay. that's, Tomas and I were in that thread together. And somebody's like, hey, shout out where you're from. And Tomas says Phoenix. And I saw that and I was like, hey, I'm moving there. Like, can I buy you coffee? And yeah. he's like, yeah, let's do it. And we just hit it off. I mean, he has an incredible story of dealing drugs and using drugs when he was in high school to try and cope with the things that he wanted and the stresses he had in his life. And uh, to make a long story short, saw some death go down around him because of where he was putting himself in and thought, hey, what if I could not like be a part of this poisonous culture, but instead uh, help youth build something better for their life and turn yeah. his life around um, and is super great guy, follower yeah. of Christ. Like we, we bond on so many levels. So um, actually too, I call him my triple B. He's my barber. He cut my hair yesterday. This okay. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. My barber, my business partner, my brother in Christ. So That's cool. We just, yeah. We get along so well. Um, and having somebody to bounce ideas off of, to get excited when you get excited, yeah. to be frustrated when you're frustrated yeah. and to know you're not alone is so, so important. And he speaks to high school and middle school students all the time. So when I met him, I asked him, hey, will you help me round out this program? Um, I do colleges, but there's high school students asking for this. Yeah. Um, and they, they need it. They need something. Can you help me kind of bring this full circle and allow them the opportunity? And so he was super pumped to say, yeah, let's, let's make this more accessible for people. That's so cool. So cool. Um, so another question I have for you. It's so funny sometimes I'll get new questions for my guests as you're talking and then it just slipped my mind. So I'm thinking to myself right now <laughs> um, in regards to, yes, this being your side hustle. Cause I remember when we were talking at, at Starbucks that time, you were telling me, unless it's changed, you also work in real estate, right? And you throw right. parties for new homeowners and stuff. So can you talk about that and how you even like made that up? I just think it's so cool that you were able to, <laughs> gift into like your job and your side hustle until this becomes full-time yeah so it was so yeah my other role is i work for um a real estate team so instead of just having one agent do work for a bunch of clients mm -hmm. uh, which is very hard a lot can get lost in that process yeah um and mistakes can happen so instead the model is we have five agents on a team who work together for the same clients. So instead of getting, if you wanted to buy a home, instead of just having one real estate agent working for you, you have a team of five. 
Um, so we can do so much more. So my role was to help develop, and it started off just with sales. Uh, yeah. But the CEO, Danny Brown, is like a wonderful guy, um, just puts everybody before himself. And so I pitched this idea to him and said, hey, what if we were able to uh, throw housewarming parties for everybody we sold a house to? You know, help them break in uh, the house, right. meet their neighbors. Yeah. Like, it's always awkward going over there with cookies. Like, you don't actually right. want to be that person to do that. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I would do it. What if I went and did it and invited mm -hmm. them to their house and, and we do a party and, you know, we provide the food, the drinks, the games, everything. Like, all they have to do is invite their friends and family and then we'll invite their neighbors and it'll just be an awesome time. Yeah. Um, so, like, I just helped start that program and I, i'll admit i stole that idea from a book mm -hmm. but it was so it was so perfect for me because i right. i already helps people throw parties absolutely like, it's like what you do you're a pro at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's super cool Jay. so if people yeah. want to follow you and just stay in touch with you and maybe collaborate with you um as you're building out vibe 18 party point um what's the best way for them to do that how can they find out more yeah, best way, I mean, you can DM me on Instagram, either at Vive18 underscore, uh, because underscores are cool, not yes, because it wasn't available, right. <laughs> um, or party.0, which is party.0. Okay. Um, so uh, you can find it either there or, I mean, our website's vive18.com, party0.org, um, Google Jake White speaker or alcohol or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll find out, up. but, right, yeah, but I mean, if there's anybody out there who's, um, I mean, in ministry, uh, we love sharing our platform with, with young people to help them put their faith first, uh, awesome. if there's anybody who's at school and, you know, struggling to make great decisions, because you see a lot of your peers are starting to use drugs and alcohol in order to fit in, and, and you want to do something different and stand out and kind of start mm -hmm. something better, we can absolutely help you with that. And if you're an educator in that field, I mean, that's what we're here for is for you and your students. So take some work off yourself, allow people like us speakers come in and do our thing and ignite a movement on your campus. But that's kind of, yeah, kind of what that's I'm available great. for and what I'm passionate about. It's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Jake. It really is a pleasure to have you, and it was great to meet you and just to stay connected with you. I'm definitely cheering you on in all that you do. So if you're watching this replay or you're listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to give Jake a follow. Check out what he's doing on Vive18 or Party.0. Also, like, subscribe, leave a comment. We'll get, definitely get back to you. Read all of those, as well as leave a podcast review um, that'll be helpful to us and just people discovering us. So thank you so much, Jake, again for being on here and I will see you next time. All right, sounds great.